The Owen sisters are two beautiful witches. Hang on to your husbands, girls. With one wicked problem. She has the worst taste in men. Any man they fall for falls victim to a deadly curse. Any man who wins the heart of an Owens woman is found to end up six feet under. And as hard as they try. Oh my God! They can't keep their love. I feel like I'm never going to see you again. Look out! Alive. It was an accident. It was fate. It was a curse, wasn't it? Now, a detective. Is he cute? In a very penal code sort of way, yeah. Is looking for answers. Did you or your sister kill James Angelo? Oh, yeah. But the only kind of magic. You just look familiar. We never I remembered it again. That can break the evil spell. What would you do, Joey? What wouldn't I do for the right guy? Is the magic of two people. Magic isn't just spells and potions. Who discover the power. What I'm saying is, don't watch. No, relationships have problems. <laughs> of true love. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back. Another October episode. Yes, indeed. This movie, man. People have been responding to it. People have been responding to it. It is a movie that I am maybe a little too familiar with its bag of crazy that I take it for granted, <laughs> but we'll get into it. Yeah, and if that trailer was any uh, oh, indication man, we're, we're gonna talk about the of trailer. some tonal shifts going on. It's like whiplash. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Uh, well, my name's Pete. And I'm Scott. And, and these, these are, are the, the movies, movies that, that made us gay. gay. Welcome back to another October episode. Exactly. Welcome back, everybody. God, talk about what we watched. We watched Practical Magic from 1998, directed by Griffin Dunn, with Hold On to Your Husbands, Girls, its returning guest, Allison Levitan. Has the best intro I could ever get. I was thinking about it all week, and I didn't want to fuck it up. It didn't even occur to me that you were talking about me. I'm just like... He's talking about a line for the movie. I was like, oh, he's talking about me. You're even uh, a redhead. Or Nick is a redhead. She has her beautiful strawberry blonde wig on. Is it strawberry blonde or red? In this movie, it's it's red. Jillian. Is her character Jillian? Jillian? Yeah, Yeah, Jillian. Jillian. Uh, Encompasses... Every single one of my redheaded hair fantasies <laughs> as, as a redhead. beautiful bangs. Yeah. I mean, oh. Nicole knows her way around a good wig and kind of a pro tip wig uh, kind of thing with Nicole in movies is that she's all about the bangs because they're easier to style. Hide that hairline. You can, just put, you can just put it on and comb the bangs down and you're good to go. See, I'm only, I can only think offhand and I'm sure you guys will quickly educate me if I'm wrong. Um, but bangs of Nicole Kidman movie, only two that I can think of are um, Time to Kill and this. You mean you mean to die for? Die for, sorry. Sure. Oh, for, yeah. I, I got it. Yeah. Wait, it's that way. It's time to kill Sandra Bullock because that it would be funny. It is Sandy, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say that well, that was yeah. uh, planned, but no. Uh, 
It's, it's to die for with the with the blonde bob and the, yeah. the bangs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, and God, she also great. has pretty much this similar wig and Big Little Lies, too. Oh, Except okay. blonde. It's yeah, blonde it's and it's blonde. a little more refined. It's, it's lost. Yeah. It's luster. You know what? That is a nice... <laughs> I was wondering if she was already doing the wig, the wigs for every role when she filmed this. Because it was like filmed in like late 90s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you think it's a wig, that does make me feel a little better, you know, and think that yeah. this is not... This isn't... Is, Deeply unattainable. <laughs> sure, Hair like, quality and luster. Like, it is, it's so shiny. 17-year-old Allison and... isn't going to take this to like her <laughs> hairstylist at like the mall and just be like, I want this. I don't think I would ever have... I don't think I'd ever be arrogant enough to think that, that I could get it to even through, Regis. through anything short of, of genetics and luck. So Maybe Aunt, maybe Aunt Fanny and, and Aunt Jet would have been able to help you get this lovely hair. Good for you for knowing the character names, too. Man, those okay, man, I love those fucking ants so much. <laughs> you know, I do appreciate a couple of things about Aunt Fanny and Aunt Jet and their style of witchery. Mm-hmm. I yes. appreciate that they are what I would call a kitchen witch. Mm-hmm. Oh, would yeah. you say that they're kitchen witches? Because they've got that whole... Greenhouse. Greenhouse situation. Yes, right next, right adjacent to the kitchen. All the herbs. Everything was about herbs and... Uh, recipes or or you mm-hmm. know potions what if if you will what have you but yeah i really appreciated that that kind of witchery um got some questions about the ants <laughs> sure <laughs> but yeah this movie there's there's a lot going on in practical magic so there's a lot going on in this well, movie and it was sort of a mid-range success in October in 1998. It made a little bit of money but not a huge hit i remember this opened against bride of chucky in October. <laughs> Why do I know that? I think it's probably from one of those like Entertainment Tonight clip packages that just sure. put Jennifer Tilly's clip next to like them trying to poke the eyeballs of Goran. Oh, yeah. Vizhnik. Vizhnik. <laughs> but yeah, I remember this opened with Bride of Chucky and it's kind of turned into a cult hit. I think Much mainly like Bride of Chucky. among millennials. Like That's, I had no knowledge of that. Yeah. So I feel like people in like their early 30s fucking love this movie. Well, I know I I definitely like it. I don't think I don't think I liked it as much as this most recent time. Sure. Um like your memory of it was yeah. like yeah. it's great and but then you watch it again. And- I definitely think I saw it in theaters just cuz it was something to do with like one of my parents. Um Sure. But I remember the reason why I think I'd seen it so many times is um did either of you have like HBO packages growing up? Sure. We would get it off and on. Okay. Yeah. So were there ever any movies that you watched a million times growing <laughs> up just because it was on HBO all okay, the time? Yeah. I was a latchkey kid. Sure. I, when this, by the time this would have come onto HBO, it would have been 99. I would have been in eighth grade. But in my first year, I think it's a latchkey kid. So just a wealth of possibilities oh, yeah. in terms of the stuff I could um, spend hours watching while waiting for my mom to come yes, home. Yes. So. And so this was on heavy rotation on HBO. Yeah. That's th- about right. Yeah. yeah this, um, Charlie's Angels was one that was on heavy rotation. <sighs> uh, love it. I-, I could probably name at least 10 like movies that I know. Of course, now I'm blanking on them that yeah. I know way too many like beats and quotes. Yeah. Um, just because it was on. It was on. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. That's our sure. That's our go-to with HBO that was just forever. Just you turn on the TV and, and it's on. Um, but yeah, I get that. I have a pretty good story of when I first saw this movie. Sure. So I remember, I, I think that we're around the same age. So this came out when we were in junior high. Mm-hmm. And I remember 
a whole ton of us, a whole ton of us. I'm really from like the the Pacific Midwest with how I talk in this episode. <laughs> but a whole group of us went to this in our hometown theater, the Judith Theater, and it was like an audience full of junior high kids, <laughs> which is that. about right. Like this is yeah. how this movie kind of plays yeah it's an inoffensive it's, it's it's a little dangerous but it's like really it's a real safe dangerous mm-hmm. with sure. some pretty girls and yeah. some and some really flattering lighting like yes. it, it's oh. it appeals to teenage mentality in a way that teenagers don't understand why they just know that it yeah they like yeah. it yeah um i had no memory of that trailer that, that you trailer. guys just played for me oh my god that trailer <laughs> what the fuck would you it's, say that it's indicative of the tone of this movie no but <laughs> But you know, there's a couple times in this movie where the music is a, it's a weird music cue. Yes, and it's but yeah, very manipulative. It, but no, not even manipulative. Like like it sounds like stuff kind of sounds like we'll get into it. But like stuff that sounds way more jaunty than yeah. like than like what the situation hand is. But this sounds like a fucking this is like a fucking caper. Yeah, like. I burst out laughing when sisters doing it for themselves. Oh yeah, we like, died. are, are we you died kidding me? <laughs> Totally wrong movie. Like, what the hell are they thinking putting this trailer and, together? And I feel like this is something that uh, I've been thinking. Like, this has come up, I think, on, like, a few different occasions just in the last couple of months. As mm-hmm. We've been, like, revisiting movies you hadn't watched in a while. Then yeah. you go, oh, let's look at the trailer on, on YouTube. Were there any good trailers before 2005? Because yeah. they seem like they're all terrible. They all completely misrepresent the tone mm-hmm. of the movie. And I'm just, like... I'm genuinely like flummoxed by it. Yeah, you know, I what I remember from working in video stores is that they would get um, like these tapes. They would just play in rotation, uh-huh. and it was yeah. trailers oftentimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe it they were just marketing more for they were just casting a really wide definitely. Net, you know, just like as many people as are going to buy a ticket or rent this movie, reel them in. Yeah, that, I mean, you're probably right that that is what it, I mean. I yeah. think now marketing movies and tvs it's like you can market it to a niche yeah. it's different super specific a little um, more savvy but yeah. you probably didn't find that until like the mid 2000s yeah. you're probably, trailers really yeah starting to refine stuff like that yeah. you're probably right but yeah this one was like i, I was half expecting a, a record scratch and then i feel good to play like it yeah. was that just like and over the top the tone of the voiceover guy when he said like starring sandra bullock i like half of it expected him to say <laughs> and sandra bullock like you know when they play two characters so uh <laughs> so i have to mention that they used uh isn't it meredith brooks bitch and meredith it brooks bothers yeah. me that they cut it right before the main chorus that's I like did, the i didn't main, even like, catch that it that was song. that song <laughs> but maybe i mean can they play bitch in a trailer no they did in the not- what they did in the what women wants trailer because that was like the song from the ad campaign what women wants was what women want i do the same (laughs) dumb shit you're doing um that was like early 2000s and this is 98 maybe there's a difference was that a red uh red band trailer well i remember (laughs) the red band what women want trailer (laughs) mel is also singing along to the song too in the movie so now it's diegetic yeah yeah interesting that's so funny um i also just think that also there's sort of a tone problem in this movie that i think is sort of reflected in how they marketed it is this a movie for 
children? Is it a movie for teenagers? Yeah. Is it a movie for adults? Yeah. I don't know if the movie really knows. I I think you're absolutely correct. Yeah. I don't I don't think I know, and I don't yeah. think they do either. And the whole middle section with uh, you know rescuing. Nicole Kidman from the abusive boyfriend. I am just like, eh, I'm out. Then after that, it turns into like this procedural with like the cop and the detective. That's a whole other like back. And then Midnight Margaritas is just sort of stuck in between. Oh my God, with the Midnight Margaritas. I can't. Any movie with, you know, a kitchen table dance break. It it was, I don't remember it being so irritating it feels like it's just shoved in there like they're just like you are gonna do this goddamn kitchen table dance break so i was also reading on imdb trivia so i'm gonna take that with a grain of salt (laughs) that akiva goldsman who's the screenwriter that i think did a rewrite of the script did say that the original intent was the movie would be a little darker sure and just sort of that's what came out in the editing room yeah was this well it, so i read the book i've actually read it several I read times the book. good yep. okay it's much I have not. um it's it is darker uh the book is one big thing and i i think this can kind of uh, it kind of goes hand in hand is in the book it's very more magical realism sure like they clearly there's something yeah. about these people but they never say I'm a witch. Yeah. yeah. And, and so and I was trying to remember because I think I had read the book more recently than I'd rewatched the movie. And um, as I was getting ready to, to turn on the movie last night, I was like, I'm trying to remember, I wonder if there, if that one's magical re- realism too. And then like within the first five minutes, her coffee stirring itself. Yeah. And, shit, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess not. Okay then. Yeah. And as I remember, the book is very much about female relationships well, uh, the, the daughter daughter character is a bigger the evan rachel wood character is a bigger <laughs> character in the book well they're too. teenagers so it's yeah. about their relationship okay. it's about that it, it's a beautifully written book yeah. um uh you know it's about love and like it, 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 i mean they do a better job of talking about how like love and loving someone and, and desiring someone how it just takes you over and it's all encompassing sure um but yeah, it. Uh, I think it's. A, it, I think this movie. I could see an earlier cut of this movie where it was a lot more serious, and they probably would not have to do much different, much changes. Yeah, much. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm catching whatever Scott. Has. <laughs> <laughs> so the yeah the, I had I have not read the book. Uh, unlike either of you. And so I went to Wikipedia after we watched the movie to see if I could get a plot synopsis. There's not. It's a very, like, book jacket plot synopsis, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, there you go. Uh, like you said, it it's ambiguous as to the aunts and the, and, the, and the Owens women. It just says that the aunts encourage the whispers of witchery. Yeah. The Owens women have been blamed for everything that's gone wrong in their Massachusetts town. But, and I was like, they encourage the whispers. But it never says, like, the Owens women are a coven of witches. Well, the, re- <laughs> the reason why you kind of believe that that they are actually magical is mm-hmm. it's it's less about casting spells, at least 
other than the witches or other than the aunts sure is is just things happen around them constantly yeah, yeah. um you know uh, like uh, you know if someone was in a bad mood like the eggs like the eggs in the fridge went bad even though sure. they were just bought the day before um stuff like that um or someone was in good mood and like flowers started blooming around them like so it's, it's it, it is the textbook definition of magical realism and it's yeah. it's lovely but it is it's never said for sure. They're certainly not like flying at the end <laughs> off the fucking roof. Did you read uh, the follow-up book? I believe it's about the ants. No, in San Francisco. I right. I yeah. So it's so there's a it, there's like two prequels. There's oh. the aunts, and then there's one about Maria, the the ancestor. Oh, okay, yeah. and that just came out. Okay, and I was actually I actually start, was gonna try to start reading it in in um. In anticipation of uh, the podcast, and I think I got five minutes, five, <laughs> five pages in, and I just got distracted with other it things. Happens. So, <laughs> um, but yes, I think I think you're ready. I think it is about the, the ants and uh, ants in there, and like loves that they lost because they're also very serious characters in the book. Okay, um, that's the one difference between the book and the movie that I think I like the movie better. Oh, okay. The ants are I my favorite more fun. Are, are my favorite part of the, of the yeah. movie. Yeah. So I, we were watching it last night, and when they, you know, and they they're styled very uh, specifically. The style is a very specific style. They've just got this like long hair down their backs. Everyone has long hair in this. Movie. Everybody has. It. Yeah, even even Sandra Bullock when she was like hugging. Mm-hmm. It's the it's husband. Mid- like, it's Damn. below the bra. The, the bra yeah, strap. It's yeah, definitely. But the but the ants, their hair is like past their their buns it is long mm-hmm. um anyway like they have a very specific style but when they're out walking through town it's even more specific and i was like they are dressed like gibson girls they look like they are having afternoon tea on the titanic like are the ants 150 years old well there's a line in the movie that they use placentas to look younger oh yeah I was like, are they from like ye old Titanic times? Just, because they're fully dressed like Rose Bucator. Uh, I think they're just eccentric and I think sure. they just don't give a fuck. And that's why I adore them. <laughs> they dress however they want to dress. And they're just like, I love this like old Coca-Cola, like Gibson girl style. Yeah. <laughs> Jillian's are in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, they're so fascinated with Orlando. Orlando's so exotic. Um, <laughs> so y- you mentioned it briefly but the movie starts out with their ancestor like the first owens witch from like old you know which we're trial assuming it's days. like 1692 yes she's mm-hmm. being she's being hung for wicked witchery and she and, well and for a bunch of the town's people's uh husbands being in, like falling desperately in love with her yes yes that's right i forgot about that and there they the way that the voiceover says it is that she you know was just so full of witchcraft that she was able to um, survive this hanging, mm-hmm. but it just appears that the rope breaks and she just stands up off the ground and everybody freaks out and she leaves. And then they never try to hang her again. No, they're <laughs> just like, ooh, they she don't really try to is drag a her off a cliff or anything. <laughs> yeah, her, they just go, kick her they run the away, ocean. and then I guess, I guess maybe they just leave her the hell alone. Yeah. Which for her to build this house with her own two hands, that's pretty impressive. I mean, I'm assuming. They talk about that in the book, too. For a pregnant woman, too. They talk about that in the book, about something about bringing people, or she hired people from outside towns or something. Yeah. This house. Oh, that house. (laughs) This house is crazy. It's really cool looking. Yeah. It is really cool. I imagine, like, the insides of it. Like, it's one of those houses 
where you can't entirely figure out yeah. the layout of it. I feel that same way about um, the Fisher Funeral Home in Six Feet Under. Sure, sure. I don't yeah. like we've ta- I've looked at photos of it at like Street View of like the actual house in LA. That house is gigantic. It is gigantic. By the way. But yeah. I love that show and I've watched it a million times and I still couldn't quite tell you what the layout, the layout of is yeah. and where things are in relation to other rooms sure um th- and uh, that's a real house that exists in the world um the owens house i don't think they cared if you knew what the layout is of no the there's was. that spiral staircase like right in the middle of the house and like, then but then there's another staircase that's not spiral yeah. later it's it's just a regular staircase it's a square sure because or something yeah, yeah. Um, we should probably say that uh this was shot on location, well, all of the house stuff mm-hmm. was shot locate on location in Wind Bay Island in Washington. Washington oh, in Washington, State. yes. Yeah. But it's supposed to take place in like the East Coast, Wrong right? Coast. They never showed the sun setting into the ocean. They were smart about that. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a nerdy fucking thing to look for. <laughs> I I respect the hell out of the fact that's something you look for, but also that's so dorky. If this is set in Massachusetts, and I see the goddamn sun setting into the ocean. I'm turning the movie. It would off. never occur to me in a million years to look for that. And that house is like a shell, so it's like the psycho yeah, house on the back lot. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, but very successful. Uh, yeah, they do some really cool stuff because there's a lot of, you know. The way the house is built, and we talked about the um, apothecary and this like conservatory herb garden situation that they mm-hmm. have. That is just all windows out onto oh. the rose. Oh yeah, the great, rose garden. Great, pow- great natural light. Yeah, they do a good job they, lighting every they room. Do, they yeah. go from warm colors really to the lighting, blues. The yeah. lighting in this whole movie yeah. is just—it's a very pretty movie. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, everyone looks fantastic oh my god yeah there's some there's some really good beauty shots of i mean when you have a movie with sandra bullock and nicole kidman as your two leads it's like come on i I haven't (laughs) you know i haven't revisited the sandra bullock catalog too much but i was gonna say this is our first appearance from sandy on the podcast how is that okay i I have a million follow-up questions about how that's possible but um we just haven't gone to it but i think that this i mean this is it safe to say that this is probably one of like She's the the movie she's looked the prettiest in. Uh, yeah, because uh, her roles are all always almost like kind of folksy, kind of like yeah. I'm the spunky she's, girl. She's kind know? of the every woman in yeah. a lot of movies, whether it being like they don't let her they the, don't glamour up the girl that well, that's her look, has to but catch she's... the bus on speed <laughs> and speed, or like the girl that works like the train token mm-hmm. spot. And yeah. while you were sleeping, I love while you were sleeping. Have you yeah, guys done that yet? Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Love that movie. Um, but yeah, so, and even in this movie, her character is still very like, you know. She's down to earth and down sensible. To earth. Down to earth sensible. That's, yeah. that's exactly it. But you're right. She is shot very beautifully mm-hmm. um, in this movie. Uh, Nicole Kidman and, and Sandra Bullock in what, well, in this universe, they are sisters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're written as polar opposites, though, so yes. I do yeah. think it yeah. works. Yeah, sure. they're they um, they look very they look exactly how described in the book. Okay, they're the That's yin good. and yang, That's and good. and that it's and then they also kind of um, sort of echo that with um, Sally's daughters, daughters yeah. also yes. being a fiery redhead and a, a dark brunette, and even their mother sort of looks like both Evan Rachel Wood and Nicole Kidman too. I completely when forgot. she's on the. Sp- when she's on the beach, yeah, yeah, that one shot. I don't know if I had ever realized that that was Evan Rachel Wood, or if I had, I'd forgotten. Yeah, she's so young in this; it's crazy. Um, yeah, they play polar opposites. Uh, Sally, which is Sandy's character, is the more grounded one, 
And she's the one that says at the very beginning of the movie, I will never fall in love because A, there's a curse on the women in our family that the man they fall in love with will die. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's why. That's well, the main reason. Well, because also because they see – so the way the aunt's yes. – well, aunt, the aunt's uh, side hustle. Yes, the side hustle. I love they, it. They – you know, no one wants to like be associated with them, but people, all everyone in town goes to them in secret to get – their desires spe- mm-hmm. like you know to have things done for them um but no one everyone does it but no one talks about it and they do love specials yes. so this woman the patron from the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. that comes in and murders a pigeon mm-hmm. in their kitchen because mm-hmm. this is part of the spell she has to take this like crazy hat pin jam it into this pigeon while saying these lines and you know the ants will like do this potion for her or with her or whatever this woman shows up at the end of the movie. I just to caught take that. Place, to take minute. part in the in the coven. She was in the coven. I, There's a shot of her. She? She's she, just there. She's she was the one that looks like it, when they're when they're chanting and there's this one woman that I always remember she looked really sad and like she kind of looked like a weeping like like Mary from like Oh, like Renaissance face, <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't. I if you saw the face, wow. I'm like, she, I have, she I'm the same. just figuring this out. But the thing I is, never noticed it before last night's watching. Yeah, and the thing is, I didn't think about it last night. But when you mentioned it right now, I was like, they were little girls in that scene, and then she's there at the end, looking like not a day has passed. That's what I said. <laughs> Billy said that her hair looked grayer, which oh, I'm sure. I maybe. Billy had a couple hot takes in watching, which I, which I have insert will be inserted. I would love to hear so just one. A, a straight man, a straight oh, man's the, the, opinion of this. The thing he had the biggest opinion about is when I'll save it as a surprise. But it is the most <laughs> Billy thing that he could ever have a fucking opinion about. Oh my goodness! So yeah, so right off the bat, they they're witness to what to this woman who's just like to what I love can do to a person love spell and i guess the thing is like the the little button on it is that you get a picture a photograph of the guy that she's in love with and he's just like this guy he's just a towns person mm-hmm. and i think the idea is that like it's not like she's in love with this you know gorgeous dude it's just some man and she's just in love with him but she's yeah. infatuated and she wants to, you know and and it has driven her to this desperation mm-hmm. and young sally is like nope not for me it's not, a good, it's not a good look meanwhile yeah. jilly is just like fuck yeah. yes <laughs> I can't wait that's what i want and yeah. so that's kind of where their their paths diverge would you say they're teenagers when we see them next in their big like farewell I a, scene i have a lot of questions about i, I their ages in figured this movie. they were like 18 19 17 to 19 sure. yeah yeah um i like sandy's Scott, you pointed out Sandy's little glasses to give her a little nerd look. Yeah, like, let's really hammer it home that they're different. Because she knew see her wearing those glasses any other time in the rest of the movie. Yeah, I thought they were very cute. They're very fashionable. Um, let's see. Oh, here it is. I've got a little clip of this. Let's take a listen. Do you really love him? I mean, enough to marry him? Oh, come on, Sal. What's enough? I hate it here. I want to go where, where no one's even heard of us. I feel like I'm never going to see you again. Of course you're going to see me again. We're going to grow old together. It's going to be you and me. Living in a big house, these two old biddies with all these cats. Mm-hmm. I mean, I bet we even die on the same day. You swear? Honey, I need your pocket knife. Yeah. Oh, my blood. Your blood. 
this blood oath. I just they're gonna need stitches. I just understand why what the point of a blood pact is when you guys are actual blood sisters, right? <laughs> other other than to other than to have something to connect back to at the end of the movie. It's a plot device because we get their scars. Yeah. It's very like Harry Potter. Their scars are itching. Um, but yeah, it's like, A, they're, they're actual blood sisters. So we don't need to do so. They don't need to become blood sisters. But she couldn't just like prick her thumb. She cuts she that She jabs palm. a straight three inch, four inch line down each of their palms. Maybe it's also maybe they did that in an earlier version, and they went. Oh, that doesn't look as um as that doesn't. You need yeah. to parallel the stuff later. They're just like shoving their thumbs together. It's yeah, not cinematic. it's like when I boop the cat on the <laughs> yeah. nose. It just boop. <laughs> not quite as cinematic as the big yeah, the big hand cut. So Nicole Kidman's character is very dramatic. She's giving a lot though because uh, she's kind of she's holding she's holding the accent back, which I appreciate. There's she's, certain she's giving us there's certain accent. words that she says where you can kind of see it. There, yeah. there was something uh, I think around the time the detective came, and I I can't remember what the word was, but I went, "Oh, there it comes yeah, through." There it is. <laughs> and, and Billy goes, he, "She has." There's always at least once every single, uh, or I think he might have said every Australian actor or actress. There's always like once in every movie, yeah, they slip, and that's the th- that's the time. The rest of the time, they're yeah. good. They can't all be Tony Collette. <laughs> So so much so that I honestly completely forgot that Tony Collette is Australian. (laughs) Yes, your American accent is crazy. Um, So, okay. So we've we've illustrated that these two are just polar opposites. um, But they love each other deeply. Oh, so deeply. But Jillian needs to leave the... Because it's an island that they live on. Mm-hmm. Is it an island in the book? Do you remember? I think so. Yeah. yeah who knows? Some, a sleepy East Coast town. Yes. Some, yeah, some like... Probably neighboring to like East Wick or something. Sure, yeah. I buy that. Um, it's like my, Mystic Pizza kind of a town. Mm-hmm. And um, she has to leave. She has to get away. She goes with her this boyfriend. It's not important who the boyfriend is because... She's just kind of like... He's just a means to an end. Yes, exactly. He's her ticket out of there. Yeah. What I read... I don't know where I read it. Maybe it was the actual Wikipedia plot description of this movie and not the book. But some description uh, said that Jillian... While Sally was more accomplished at actual, like, textbook witchery stuff... She was more naturally gifted Yes, and she was more... uh, it said something about like her charm and her like um, oh, persuasion. I think they they will talk about that during the margarita scene. They go, "Well, Jillian's talented in other ways." Yeah, yeah. So while she may not be able to like recite a spell or like point her finger, she can just kind of get people to do what she wants. She can get the menses. Yes, yeah. So it's very interesting. So while she goes off to see the world, Sally stays, you know, on this little island. And um, is is it made clear that the ants kind of like conjure up this yes. love between Sally and yeah they admit the it husband. later they yeah admit it? okay because she said that we gave it a little push we yeah. saw that you were lonely and we just like pushed and this you is in when the right direction. she's just fully like doing her taxes and she like looks up runs out of the she's house gardening and jumps on I remember the first oh yeah with those little shorts yeah I remember the first time and cowboy boots or. I mean, she's wearing shorts they're, and like some kind of boots. They're shorts and boots, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I remember the first time I showed this movie to you because I think that I introduced this movie. Yes, to you, you did. I had that, never, would, that would make sense. No but I remember you were so mad <laughs> when that Faith Hill song came on, and you're just like, "What is happening? What is, what is going on? That, that what is, is she doing?" That is my first note about the. Where I just like what I so said. The first strains of Faith Hill really set this movie up as some late 90s chick fair. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it's it's, it's almost like... like nar, 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 I was going to say, it's almost nar. like they got it from, like, a test audience. That, yeah. Like, like, please, like, press the left button if you're, like, stimulated. <laughs> by Faith Hill. By Faith Hill. It's just, I'll say a lot of these tone things seem like it's a first pass and they just never went back. Yeah. That to me, it's sense. just so jarring that she's literally in the middle of gardening and just, like, a switch flips and she just runs out into the middle of the street finds the first guy she sees and like jumps on well him. no she doesn't find the first guy she sees yeah. she looks out for this guy because they made eyes yes and she's searching for this specific dude Pushing oh, his and, apple then, cart. and then the town's dogs follow her that's uh, actually i thought that was pretty cute, cute imagery yeah. actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah pushing his apple cart this town this island community <laughs> is so quaint i can't i'm just so like, quaint it's mm-hmm. uh, just Gives me a toothache how sweet it is. Because he's very tiny. They have just one street. Yes. The man that she's after is Mark uh, Fierstein. I think yes. I have. From Caroline in the City. Caroline in the City. If From a million things. And he's I been in a million things. I've mentioned it on this podcast before. If you ever need a sweet Jewish man, a sweet, non threatening. A sweet, non threatening, yep. moderately Jewish, but not too not Jewish. Not too Jewish, though. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That is that. That and, um, oh, there's another guy. Oh, I couldn't. Man, I could trying to think of what I know him from. I'll have to pull it. I'll look him up and pull his name. There's another guy who's now um, like the less Jewish version of that. It's like the nice guy, but he also can play <laughs> the asshole. He's got a little range. Ah, uh, once I, like I pull, I, I'm going to pull up his name yeah, later. We'll figure it out. Pull it up, yeah. You can, yeah, just let us know. Um, <laughs> I kind of don't like the fact that they didn't give Mark Feuerstein like, you know what? We're just going to do some other shots right now. You take a week and you grow out that beard. But they Wait. were just like, we got this guy for two weeks. We're going to slap a fake beard on him. Wait, I didn't think the beard looked fake. Oh, it's fake. Oh, yeah. There are shots where like the mustache is like separating from his face. It's not- That's a lace front beard. It's, I mean, it's fake. he's on screen for a combined, I don't know. I don't know if he's actually on screen for a, f- so you for say, a full two minutes. So you say, come to us with the beard. We'll do the beard stuff first. Shave it. We'll do the non-beard stuff second. <laughs> And then edit it together. I don't know. I think to me it looked fake. And it bugged me. Because it was too like, yeah, I don't know. I'm no. not here for it. No, that's fair. I did notice <laughs> it, but that's the type of thing that would bug me. Yeah. I, I respect your feelings. Yeah. Um, I thought their like little relationship was cute. It was fine. I didn't really have a problem with it. They were very in love. But it did zip by. And it made me feel like, okay, this is clearly a adaptation of... A it, book. It zipped by in the book too, though. Oh, did it? Yeah. It was just. It was. He just. She just loved. She just loved him. Yeah. And he and represented all of the normalcy that she wanted. He worked sure. at the hardware store. Yeah, I had issues with her tearing apart her floor. I feel like cricket. I was trying to be trying to find him instead of tearing apart yes, my floor. That was that was my that was my thought. Don't tear apart the floor to stomp on this beetle because the 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 clicking of this beetle which they called a death head beetle which was death watch death watch beetle which that's not what that bug was um the clicking of the death watch beetle will will 
you know, signal your love's like demise. And just like her mother, she heard it one night and he goes off to work and she is literally like taking apart her floor to her floor and is like in the sub floor when it's like, just go find him. But just maybe- go find him and Petrificus Totalis his ass until the sun goes down, <laughs> and then put him in a closet. And then- I think that she maybe recognizes that it's bigger than her, and so. May- but yeah. I don't know why she thinks the, if like, I kill like, the beetle. Then yeah, I mean, I guess you're desperate. I mean, yeah. that's a theme that they, again they they do it a little in the movie, but it's kind of muddled with all the other yeah. things it's trying to do. That's a big theme in the book. Is yeah. just the desperate is just how like heartbreaking like just being and and how like all-encompassing loving someone is and what it will drive you to do and what it will drive you to do like the good and the bad sure um so yeah so uh i i kind of like the gag of the of the bicycle race like oh no he's He's gonna gonna be run over by bicyclists (laughs) but no what (laughs) just kidding he gets it's hit a by truck. a car. A tr- no, it's like a truck. A, like a, a, truck. Like a Mack truck. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. <laughs> Which is tailing this bike race way too close. If or, the truck I, didn't hit him, it's it almost seemed like it was coming from the opposite direction. I'm yeah. like, how did that work? <laughs> the logistics of this car accident are not sitting right with me, but you know. Well, it's not. It's not logical. Exa- exactly. It's, it's magic. It's, the, it's a magical truck. <laughs> <laughs> it was conjured by the death click beetle. <laughs> the watch beetle you can't i feel like anything that sandra bullock or nicole kidman had questions about the script that would probably be the answer that griffin dunn would give them yeah it's magic magic magical <laughs> realism it's magic yeah no that there's a there's no magical realism at any i thought maybe there was like it would be kind of a touch of magical realism mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the movie no not even that there's it's no, all it's either magic or there's not no magic. subtlety yeah. at all no yeah, none. yeah. um but this gets her to, to move in with the ants because she's just so despondent over the death of her husband. I, right? And she's grumpy at the aunt. I cackled to yes. myself when she said, there will be no magic in this house. <laughs> did you really? I just <laughs> tackled on the couch. There will be no magic in this well, house. She's just all grumpy because, um, well, because the she found out that the aunts basically made her fall oh, with it. Oh, and they wouldn't help yeah. her and they wouldn't help her bring him back from the dead. That's a really good moment with Sandy. We have that. Yes. Yeah. Good, some good well, let's do it now. You brought him into my life. Now I want you to bring him back. Bring him back. I have never asked you for anything. I've never asked you for spells, but do this. I know you can, I know you can bring no, him back. Here. We won't do that. We don't do that. But you can. You, you can do this. I know you can. I, I remember. I found it here when, when, when Mommy and Daddy died. Even if we did bring him back, it wouldn't be Michael. It would be something else. Something dark and unnatural. I don't care what he comes back as, as long as he comes back. Please do this for me. Please. 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 Wow. That's the thing about Sandra Bullock. Like, that's some fucking star power right there. Like, even with this silly script, Sandy's just selling it. Oh, yeah. I I think I... I think I probably teared up maybe a little. So good. And it's one of those things that her Oscar... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> is this is this Defying Gravity? No. But I would do oh. anything for love. Oh, I knew what it was. I kind of <laughs> got those vibes as like, <laughs> as the answer is explaining what they will and won't do. 
<laughs> I was like trying to. But I won't do that. They said it. They're like, we won't do that. Sorry, guys. I just had to do it. <laughs> I thought this was I like some sort it. of surprise segment you yeah. were doing. I thought it was the opening of like Defying Gravity. It does it, sound like Defying Gravity. it kind of sounds like that. And that's also very witchy. Um, but what w- I was going to say is witchy. that even Sandra Bullock, like that Oscar wins kind of like that's a bullshit movie, but it's Sandy, so you just have to give yeah. it a pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everyone loves Sandy. I agree. I agree. She's just that kind of she's that kind of actor that when she's in these roles, you just really root for her um, because she's so relatable, right? I don't know. You want you just want to stand up and cheer and say, "Go, go Sandy, go." Sandy, go. I, I do think it's funny that she sets this tone, like, or she sets these rules, like, right when they walk in, like, they're, yeah. like, completely opposite of when she and her sister went to live with the aunts. Yeah. No candy, no brush your homework, you know, there will be rules and, and, and structure. Yeah. And then you see that that just, like, the aunts, like, respect that for all of five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Goes right out the window. Well, while mom is just, like, in bed, I guess that we'll just have fun with the kids and teach them spells and shit. Yes. Yeah. And then at some point, Sandra Bullock just decides to open up a store. Well, Jilly comes and sees her and mm-hmm. sort of gives her a pep talk. Okay. And that's what sort of leads to the inspiration of, I can get my well, shit together. Yeah. So the thing I was wondering, because she was telling Jilly about how she and my, were going to put um, Michael? Husband. That they were going to do make the store and everything. Um and when she did finally open the store, I wonder if she's such a pariah and her right, family, right. who, what like, lo- what like yeah. local property owner decided to give her a lease? The only thing I could think of is that maybe they actually got the lease before he died because then she was like respected sure, and liked. Because sure. he worked for the town. He worked at, you know. Or just, well, but she was also perceived as normal. Like yeah. they showed like, oh, yeah, sure, they, sure, they sure. liked her so yeah, I, yeah. I, I had like some holes that I was poking and yeah. then I went, oh, I know I explained okay. it for myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when Jillian comes to visit her that night and is just like laying in bed and she drives having this pep talk like Cindy Lauper, she drove, she drove, she drove all, all night. night now. But my question is, did she drive all night or is she like astral projecting into her bed because she's just gone the next by the morning? Oh, interesting. I never thought about that. I think you're reading too much into it. I, I think you're reading too much into it. I think she drove her That's an interesting read of she it, She drove though. all night and then drove back home before the sun rose. She didn't even wait to have a fucking brownie and before she left. And her driving, think, singing to Joni Mitchell was her, like, in the middle of Astro Projecting like, Door. flying, like... Like the Civil yeah, War Ghost Civil Ride. Civil War Ghost Ride. Arms out. <laughs> flying there. I think that's what, what that happened. Whatever you gotta believe yeah. to get you there, babe. Yep. <laughs> It's the only logical explanation. I can see that. <laughs> uh, it, works we- it, it works its way around all of the plot holes and yeah. weird, uh, how, how long is this movie set? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. What, like, where is she when she's at this, like, shithead, gross out, like, pool party? I loved all of the, fucking uggos. I loved all of the uggos in that pool oh party, God. though. Oh, my God. And this is when who are these people? They're just dirtbag drug dealers or something? Because it's not like oh, it's like a model like Hollywood party with like those Hollywood types that are all like coked out. No, these were just gross dirtbag like this is just drug a, dealer this is pedophiles. Just a, this is just a like, Tucson pool party. Yeah, <laughs> just filled with like meth heads and like shitheads. Like that's all that was there. And her. And just this like, is when we get introduced to um, Jimmy. Yes. So I was reading that Jimmy, and I think it's from the book, that Jimmy is sort of a a white trash Texan. And Dominic Dunn just really liked 
Goron. Yeah. And they rewrote the character. Yeah. To, to be, be Eastern European. Eastern European. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he plays a. He's a great villain. He is. Uh, um, what What else did he do? This similar. Oh, um, what's that Tilda movie? Oh, the deep end. The deep end. The yeah. deep end. Um, I character. just made Pete watch Committed with Heather Graham that no one remembers but me, oh, but yeah, he's in Committed. Not, not a great movie. And he also plays a weirdo in that movie. Yes. And Pete and I love him from the Madonna Frozen video. Yes, indeed. Where he plays chess with Madge. Is it Frozen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he. Oh is, no! Or is it Power of Goodbye? It's Power, power of goodbye. goodbye. That's it. Yeah. Oh man, I almost like made a huge. I, I almost made oh, a huge. Oh my fuck god! Up there. We would have to cancel this podcast. Um, he is extremely attractive. Yes, very no. handsome. He is very handsome. It's not. I've. It's not like your a, thing. I've never. Got, no, I've never. That's the swarthy the, the, Eastern the, European the, type. The swarthy, yeah, that's never he, been my. Is he my Czech? Jam. Is he from Czechoslovakia? He is Croatian. Croatian, yeah. yeah. I've always liked a like a not. I I really liked a non-threatening Jewish boy in my day, <laughs> um, or just like I don't know, or I kind of a dorky. Now I like a dorky bearded man. <laughs> I love that scene of Nick talking about their relationship too. It's so weird the way she talks about him. Yeah. Worshipping each other. Worshipping each other? Oh, my God. It's just so intense. I mean, he talks about our relationship in terms of centuries. Sometimes we just stay up all night worshipping each other. Like bats. Like bats? I didn't know that that was a thing bats did. Audrey Jets Belladonna. I'd never get any sleep. Why are you taking that stuff? I'm not using it. I'm just giving it to him every now and then. That's all. So you're you're drugging your boyfriend to get a little shut eye. Doesn't that seem a little strange to you? Who says shut eye? Maybe. But he's strong. So much stronger than me. He can survive the curse. Yeah. Belladonna, also known as Deadly Nightshade. Mm-hmm. Is I, that what Belladonna actually does? I don't think so. It, it, I think it. It can. It I think can it's like a relaxing. <laughs> relaxing. Um, it, it was used in cosmetics for a while, and in the at the turn of the twentieth century, or I guess would you would that be the turn of the nineteenth century? In the early twentieth century, women would use it. And I think even earlier than that, as like eye drops, and it would make your, it would dilate your pupils, because that mm-hmm. was just a very like attractive like look. So, like when they would like get all gussied up, they would put belladonna drops in their eyes, and it would dilate their pupils. Is that what Erica Jane did for the Housewives reunion? Probably, yeah. I think that is a thing now. It's still a thing on could, social yeah, media. I'm sure, you could still get it. Yeah. Yep. God, the things we've done. The things my people have done. It's just... Yep. It's a lot. It says it has adverse effects of causing minor visual distortions, inability to focus on near objects, and increased heart rate. Ooh, scary. Don't use a lot, Erica Jane. But yeah, Belladonna is Italian for beautiful lady. But it is a nightshade. and Nightshades do a lot of things to your body. Like they, um, they're uh, inf- uh, inflammatory. Like, you know, like uh, some people have like in- inflammation. It's an anti-inflammatory? No, it is an inf- it oh. will inflame things. So people that have issues with inflammation 
should stay away from nightshades. Why would everyone want to take the, take something that inflames things? No, it's not that uh, you do it because it inflames things, but it for people that are prone to that, it oh. exacerbates it. <laughs> yes. I lost interest in my own question. Halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he's a, he's such a good villain. I, he's, I think he's slightly less mysterious in the book, but mm-hmm. still just like a real generally shitty dude. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, he, um, I guess maybe it's jumping ahead too much, but like, I, I generally really loved what he's like driving, when he's making Sandy drive the car, mm-hmm. when she goes to rescue mm-hmm. uh, Nick and she starts talking about Louis L'Amour. He's and a foreigner. And he's not, and he goes, and Louis L'Amour is not a foreigner. He was from South Dakota, you asshole. <laughs> I, Give me that bottle. I have a full guffaw. Of that. Good, good Sandy moment. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that. It is a good Sandy moment. Um, but that whole portion of the movie to me i'm just like what the hell how did we get here this is not the movie we were watching 10 minutes because it got because i was talking about domestic abuse when it was previously like so like flighty and whatever yeah Yeah. Yeah. but yeah and also it's like okay he's kind of he's kind of like kidnapping the two of us and now we're trying to get away from him and it's like you said like this domestic abuse situation and like and it sets up that jilly has been slowly drugging him she's been Mm -hmm. giving him the belladonna to put him to sleep yeah because they all they do is bang so much that she can't get any sleep on her own and that's initially just to calm him down when he's like worked up yeah he hit her more than like i think that was the only time he they were supposed to believe that was really the only time he'd hit hit her yeah and um in the movie, in the book, Clearly he, he hit not. her. Yeah. She has something on her chest in this movie. Is it a tattoo or was those like more scars from uh, fighting him? I don't. I noticed it I couldn't only tell. a couple scenes and yeah. then I kind of dismissed it. But now that you're talking about it again, I don't think it was a tattoo. Don't they mention the tattoo in the classroom scene though? They said she has a snake tattoo, but I don't was remember. On, I couldn't see it. But it was on her booty. It's on her ass. Um... No, but so that scene, You Were Always on My Mind, I think this was the oh, first yeah. time I'd heard that song. Oh. Because I did not have very, like, expansive musical taste when I was a teenager. <laughs> Weren't listening to Elvis? Listening to Elvis. <laughs> or at least not that Elvis. Um, and that song um, gave me the creeps for years. Sure. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, it is a creepy scene. song. Yeah. yeah. I love Elvis Presley, and uh, it's one of my, I don't know if it's my least favorite, but I don't know. I say I don't know if it's my if it's one of my least favorite because I, can, mm-hmm. I you always, I always think of this scene, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, I liked the the little moments of interesting witchcraft were really cool, and the moment where Sally's driving and she looks oh. in the rearview mirror and they have a conversation. Yeah, that was cool. The little spiral. When she puts the yes, belt on when in. she puts it in the in the bottle, is it tequila? Whatever the whiskey, whatever tequila. it is, the bottle of tequila. You, he's you know, a, there's he's a desert. Really cool he's a effect. desert trash. So and they really like sure. like leave that. They really uh, drive that home with like the cowboy boots and the branding. Transylvanian and they, cowboy. And Transylvanian yeah. cowboy. I looked at <laughs> Billy. I was like, I was like, you should be so excited that that was a phrase <laughs> that was said. He was going whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, they want to make it clear. So, but okay. All right. Then it just starts taking a left for me because it's just like he's clearly like this is his car. If Sandra Bullock rented a car at some point or drove her own car, it's abandoned. It's it's at that motel. It's abandoned at this motel. Nicole Kidman is covered in, you know, bruises and marks. Um, There are two of them. And yeah, he fucking died. But it's like. 
Okay, he died. If anything, just fucking dump him out of the car, go get your car and take off. Like, why all this nonsense of we have to bring him back? We have to bring him back as a fucking zombie so that we can get away with murdering him we so just we, we just basically want to bring him back to life so that she can dump him yeah yeah you know what i i'm embarrassed to admit that that as someone who loves picking apart movies um, yeah the, uh i don't think i ever gave that a lot of thought just drive you're back, right and just also drive back to the motel, leave his body in she, the motel in the car get your car and leave plus sally earlier she goes oh i'm gonna take the first flight out of logan yep. blah, blah blah so it means like it was she was far enough away I think she was in Arizona because it had Arizona plates or mm-hmm. something. Um, so you have to fly somewhere and then rent a car or whatever. Yeah. But then they drove it back. They were driving with this dead body. In the car for <laughs> like days. And for like at least a good – For at least a good – From Arizona to like Massachusetts? 15 hours. And it's one of those things <laughs> that when the Aiden Quinn character does follow up and ask about mm-hmm. dead or missing Jimmy, she has a perfect out because she could just say what exactly she says in the movie. Yeah. He hit me and I left. Yep. Exactly. And then – who knows? How did he end up dead in his car in a motel parking lot? I don't know. I fucking took off. Yeah, it's true. He was poisoned. God, yeah. Why did I not think of this? Yeah. He was poisoned. So How would they be able to like... To track it to them. Like, no. It's so convoluted. And especially, it's like witch poison. And s- It's Belladonna and it's like a witch... Like, and like, Sally is so <laughs> sensible. Why did she go along with it? Yeah. To bring him back okay, I'm, from I'm, the dead I'm understanding in, in a why pet this- cemetery situation. No. I'm understanding now why this middle part bugs you so yeah. much, Pete. I'm yeah. <laughs> you know, guys, for- I think this is just a plot device to get Aiden Quinn, Nicole Kidman, and Possessed. Aiden Quinn <laughs> at the house. We need Nicole Kidman home. We need uh, some mystery man to come into mm-hmm. into Sally's life. Uh, we haven't even talked about the letter she wrote as a kid. To <laughs> a beautiful Stevie Nicks song called Crystal. Yes. She writes a letter... To herself, to the future, to just the universe, the in general. universe in general. Thank you, to kind of conjure up. If I am going to fall in love with a man, he will have all these traits, and they're kind of unattainable. It's like a lot of random things, so it'll be even harder to but find him. I don't know. I feel like, but it wasn't that hard. It's the like odds are flipping pancakes. I mean, yeah, I but here, she was also a dumb child. This like is true. I bet that these things seem superhuman, like yeah. a blue eye and a green eye. What? Can, I mean, that is. That is the stuff that's important to a fucking seven-year-old. Yeah. Like, can flip pancakes, m- marry me immediately. Yeah. Like, that's some du- <laughs> like honestly, the fact that she even loved him should be like, what if you get what you wanted in your eighth when you when you were eight years old, but it comes to you when you're in your thirties and you're like, Ooh, oh, yeah, my, my status are weird. <laughs> yeah, totally true. But um, so Aiden Quinn plays this detective character that's looking for Jimmy. His name is Jimmy. Yes, yeah. Jimmy tracks him down by his car that they stole and they still have in their driveway well, techni- weeks later. Technically, they tracked him down because the, there was a letter that Sally wrote oh, to Julian. Yes, the letter. And he opened up the letter. That was a very personal letter. It was a very personal letter. And he's been reading it a shitload of times because she, when she finds the letter, she mm-hmm. opens it and she's just like, this letter is worn and torn. So clearly he's been like reading it and just like imagining like this woman who wrote it. Question. Does Aiden Quinn do it for you? <laughs> Took no. it too long. I'm going to say no. No, well, because I mean, to be fair, though, I'm sure he's probably in this movie, maybe close to the age I am now, which right. I, don't wanna, I don't really want to think about. But I'm thinking of how I watched this when I was, you know, a teenager 
And it's like, no, he's old. He was an old man. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. Is I remember when I was younger thinking Aiden Quinn was pretty cute because I His remember also watching yes, Legends of the Fall. He's sort of the this, sad, sat brother character in this, that movie. The first thing I ever saw Aiden Quinn in. Legends of the Fall? No, this. Oh, this. Oh, this. Yeah. I think I may have seen part of Legends in the Fall when, like, in school. I think it was one of the things, like, where... So we like put a movie on that you yeah. just everyone to shut up. Um, I don't remember anything about Legends of All besides Brad Pitt, uh, Brad, Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and his bl- long blonde his hair, locks, yeah. And the fact that I think there was some dirty stuff that I was like, we should be watching this in school. Um, <laughs> but yeah, me watching it now, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I have no strong. I have yeah. no. I'm indifferent. Like I don't think he's bad looking. That he's good looking. I'm just sort of like, like he's yeah. a tradition. He's just a dude. I think he's, he's pretty good in this movie too. He is very. He's good in this movie. Um, he's super cute in Desperately Seeking Susan, but he's like 22 in that movie. Um, but, but yeah, has, I agree with both of your has very takes. Ha, has very beautiful eyes. He does. He's got he's got very very blue. Which which you notice that they're they look blue. Pretty both much of the same color. The yes. whole movie until they say you've got green eye, and then they then they really like show you that they're the one of is green. Yeah. Like they did not want to show their but hand too like soon. In the next shot, you don't. They're back gone. to blue. Yeah. That's weird. Um, <laughs> they blew their special effects wad on the You know, that scene. I'm thinking. Just to quickly go back to Jimmy, I don't sure. know if they actually brought Jimmy back to life in the book. I don't remember. I how think that they whole... just buried him in the backyard yeah. sure. because, like, the property is magic. Sure. Uh, yeah, and I there's got, magic afoot. I got I got Chilling Adventures of Sabrina vibes when I was like, oh yeah, they mm-hmm. bury him in the in the garden, and that brings him back. And I was like, oh no, that's Sabrina. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that's <laughs> interesting. I, I yeah I. I, it, you're right. It's this, a plot device. Okay, so then the whole thing is like, oh, you don't want to bring somebody back from the dead because it's not that very pet cemetery. It's not them. It's you know, it's something not, it's, dark and something unnatural. Something dark and unnatural. Very evil. Very Jimmy's pet already dark and unnatural. Which I guess I can get behind that. And then they bring him back. It's dark and unnatural. But then he just he just, just goes right for Jillian's ca- throat. Cast iron skillet to the head, and that's it. You know, like you don't have if it's he's like dark and unnatural. It doesn't take like a lightning strike, or they like didn't a, have to like solve his black, body parts in half. Yeah. Also, like you know, they didn't limb candle or anything. Also, they're about to put the eye, the needles in the eyes, and it and worked. Then, and then, well, no, and then he opened his eyes before they did it. Mm-hmm. So they like, didn't even complete the whole spell. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. If like maybe is it because they did it wrong? Did they do it wrong, <laughs> or did they end up not needing to? If they had put the eye things through. Would that have made things different? Sure. Who's to say? Yeah. Because the, I feel like the eye thing was a step earlier and then they stopped. It was weird. I just noticed that the, I thought that it was the, the thing with the whipped cream being something white mm-hmm. was cheeky. I was like, okay, it's cute, whatever. And then she's like thinking and she takes a, a like a scoot, like finger. with her finger. And I'm like, I get you're supposed to be this casual, but I'm like, it's off it's a, a dead body. It's off a dead body. That's, been, dead body. that's, <laughs> been, co- that's been cooking in like an Oldsmobile yeah. across the fucking country. Thank you. I thought the same thing. Again, things that like did not bug me as a kid. Sandy sells it out, though. Like, she, she does. does. She yeah. as only as as few people could. Yeah, you're um, right. I, I appreciate, I like the montage of Aiden Quinn kind of like doing his detective work through town. Mm. Oh, go and, ahead. And all the townspeople just being like, oh yeah, they're fucking witches. Those fuck, bitches be witches. Fuck those two hags. Um, and he's just like, whatever, weirdos. And buys like super expensive shampoo from her store. And we should mention that her store em- employs Chloe Webb and Margot <laughs> Margo Martindale. fucking Martindale. So that was Beloved an- Margot Martindale. <laughs> so this was another um, Billy Hot take. Goes... 
there's two. She does not need this many employees. No, no very true. <laughs> two people on the floor in that tiny shop. The floor. That and she doesn't have to go in ever if she just has both of them. Like, why is she even there? It, I yeah, I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like she's making the stuff there. It seems like she's making it at home. Yeah, yeah, because she also said I manufacture, like home hair care. She might have some partnership she, deals. She did. Yeah, she didn't say I sell. She says I manufacture. I was like, oh, bitch, you're making all this stuff. Okay. Um, I liked the store's vibe. It's very like Rose Apothecary. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like all white, all white you know? and clean. Yeah, I love that. I just, I kind of expected like being David, manned David by being manned. From- by Mona from Tales of the City, <laughs> which I love. Yes, yeah. Can I can I jump back once more to the because I have I oh, want to yeah, know I want to ask your guys this qu- question. This when Jimmy does come back, Dark mm-hmm. and Natural immediately starts singing, and he keeps going. I want you to be my, my wife. wife. Did anyone else just go? Well, Borat has ruined that line delivery for me. Because <laughs> I, I thought it, and then Billy starts cracking up, and he goes, "All I can hear is Borat." I was like, "Okay, you too." <laughs> I didn't even think about Borat until now. I couldn't. Not that's all I'm going to think of. I'm so. I know what. I'm sorry. It was. It literally jumped out at me. My wife. Because of the East European accent <laughs> and like the force behind it. Oh man! You're so yeah, right. that's I it. Love it. I just want to know if anyone no, else good. noticed it's it. Good, and we we will now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Scott. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so he's. We've got the little montage of the townsfolk, just kind of like warning him against these women. I like the callback with that kid that does have chicken pox yes. because one of the kids pointed at him. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you get chicken pox. Yeah. So a uh, friend of the pod, Paul from That Aged Well, they have a problem with the kids chant, which, which, which you're, you're a witch. witch. It's like kids try to be a little more creative. Well, she, well, does, she even says that like 300 years and they haven't come up with something better. Now, are they saying which witch you're a Bitch. No, but my our closed captioning when we rented this on Amazon Prime sure. Video, uh, not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> the first time they're chanting it to little Jillian and Sally, it says "Which witch you're a bitch," and I said they're not saying bitch, are they? And he was no. And then later on, the closed captioning just says "Which witch you're a witch." So I think someone just interesting. Screwed, someone was trying to make things a little spicy. We didn't, we didn't have the closed captioning on, but I heard "bitch" a couple times. But I. But oh, I only... mouth, they weren't mouthing bitch. They were mouthing witch. So I don't know. Maybe that was just me reading into it. May- so, yeah. so, well, if you heard it, then maybe the closed caption. The closed caption guy heard it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want that job. Can it be a closed caption like on it's a job. video on demand? It's a job, yeah. I feel There's like I've known that. people that have done that. I have too. But sometimes it, yeah. you, they work certain shifts. I knew someone who did like an overnight shift. Sure. I'll do swing. And <laughs> I remember when Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Uh, that was a job was on that on, show. They would go on like talk shows and talk about it because they dubbed they oh, mm-hmm. they dubbed the entire or not dubbed but they subtitled the entire. Because they'd show. have to pick through their weird pigeon <laughs> English. <laughs> I was going to say everyone speaking English. They still subtitled the entire show. Yeah. One last thing, I swear this is the last thing I'll talk about. No. Bringing Jimmy back. <laughs> I feel like oh, I no, keep we love Jimmy. Of stuff, yeah, <laughs> of this stuff that is another ton- weird tonal shift mm-hmm. when they decide they want to bring him back. It's like hijinks, jaunty. Yeah, do, 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 do. yeah, we're back to like, like how is, quirky we are. Yeah, like what Lucy and Ethel hijinks <laughs> we are bringing a man back from the dead. Um, it's okay, that's it. I officially have nothing yeah. else no. to say about the bringing Jimmy back from the dead. No, we're good. Um, they bury him in the yard, uh, just in a shallow grave, and the rose bushes. Bloom overnight. Bloom overnight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And his shoes sort of like... Very Wicked Witch of the West. Very Wicked yeah. Witch of the West. You're like how you're going to decorate your lawn for Halloween. Yeah. 
<laughs> sticking. They come out, but then they like sink back into the ground. And then, like, one of the daughters kind of sees his, like, ghost. Which is sees him very clearly. Do you think that's mm -hmm. also a power of Evan Rachel Wood's character is that she can see Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I... I kind of thought of that. No, that's that's a good Because nobody else ever saw him. I I just sort of... um, I just sort of uh, read it as, like, he's just appearing on different people's wavelengths. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Be- not a specific yeah. ability. But that's that's because Sally didn't the- not believe her. She was like, "Do you see him right now?" She was like, "Is he there? Like, do you see him?" Because mm-hmm. she's like, "I can't. Maybe you can." You know. Mm-hmm. So she kind of understood that 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 could be a possibility. Um, but he had he had disappeared at that point, even to even to the daughter. Um, I love the scenes of the Jilly character bonding with the girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you get that this is a character that never really thought she would be all that motherly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's taking to being an aunt. Yeah. Pretty like naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I love, but that also shit like, movies. but also like the fact that she's like, has, doesn't have a lot of experience and is sort of awkward with clunky. But yes. yeah. I found that, that, that is its own charm as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, we're at the margarita scene. Oh my God. We have to talk about this stupid margarita scene. <laughs> Which I, I get also things that I found charming watching it before. And I was yeah, like, it was definitely. so choreographed as fun. Also, yeah. I get what they're doing with like the, the, the spell chant about making the margarita. I'm like, whose benefit is that for? Yeah. The girls, the girls aren't even downstairs. Yeah. Like all it did was like turn the, I was like that. It, it doesn't was, look very safe for that uh, blender. It's gonna fly off. It was so forced. It made, like it made me like visibly forced. cringe. Yeah, I forced. will say, once they got past that and they were sitting around the table drunkenly talking, I felt that felt really sincere and, yeah. and enjoyable. Yeah. But yeah, the, di- oh. the so on the table. I have some questions that when Jilly wakes up, Sally saying midnight margaritas and then sally gets all excited so clearly they have done this before this is a thing but when but when did they do it when did they do it when they were like 15 years old because jilly left so young were the ants just getting these teenage girls like shitty off of margaritas <laughs> i mean they didn't have a lot of rules it's not uh, this the is worst true it's po- yeah when he asked that last night i was like yeah maybe they did because i mean clearly they don't give a shit about like brownies for breakfast and yeah. All that, so I mean, who knows? Maybe they were, yeah, that, and who knows? Maybe this is something the aunts did on their own, and they just saw the aunts. Sure. Like, oh, they're doing it again, and now we can, we can, now we or, can partake. That's partake. why they get so excited. Yeah. Or maybe it's just that. I mean, if someone woke me, if I had nothing else to do, and someone woke me up in the middle of the night in this beautiful, like, giant old house, and said, <laughs> and like, and I got to like have margaritas in the middle of the night with, sure. with stalker some, channing with and stuff. diane Weist. yeah, Fuck I yeah. Would, it would need to be a established like, tradition up. i would just be really excited very true honestly I, i'd probably just be excited in general if someone woke up in the middle of the night for margaritas very true i haven't had a margarita in a while <laughs> this stupid song i feel like Someone. coconut by harry is it harry nelson nelson yeah. i feel like this is one of those dreaded karaoke songs I, if you hear it come on you're Lime just like the coconut. Yeah. i owned this soundtrack on on compact is it disc on the oh yes I, and i always skip past it <laughs> i own this on compact disc and i also skip past there it. there we go <laughs> uh yeah so i someone guess someone left it on the porch so i guess that um a story of the making of the scene very famous story is that nicole kidman brought tequila and they all just got shitty as they did the oh, scene. Oh, really? Yeah. They were like, if I got to dance around this 
kitchen table to this fucking song. Doesn't it seem though almost like that's the story? Like, like it could very well have been true, but doesn't that totally seem like one of those stories? It's just like, hey, we have to have a fucking yep. anecdote from when we go on the talk show circuit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely I, right. But you're right. I'd like to believe that it's true, like Santa Claus. Yeah. It makes me happy to believe that that thing that exists. So the witches decide to pull like a Gandalf and are just like, fuck you. We're going to take off for like half yeah. the movie. Yeah. I, <laughs> and come back so when you need us the most. <laughs> I didn't understand that. I was like, so when they were leaving to punish them, to like send a message, it's, it, it, I think it, they're... It's not clear what the point of that is. Clean up your own mess. Clean up your own mess. But like, they've already proven that they are like handling magic mm-hmm, wrong. Mm-hmm. And like, why don't, like, I don't, like, I, it just can't, seemed like. Yeah. And stick around it, for some advice. It almost seemed like it was a weak narrative, like, yeah. thing to just like, hey, listen, like, we only can get Stalker Janney and Diana. I was going to say, so yeah. we, have the, we have these women for a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, or just like, or or a narrative device to like have them fuck things up a little more than much. But like, yeah. she could have been, she could have easily just gotten possessed while the aunts were there. Yeah, true. So, uh, yeah, it seems like it might just have been a scheduling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember from the well, and also this whole section from the book is completely different too. It is completely different. So, um, yeah, and the aunts are very like stern. They're not fun. Uh, yeah, honestly, it's so funny. Of all the things I remember about the book, the Jimmy stuff, I feel like I remember the least. Because it Same, ends up sure. being I got kind of a – it's sort of like an underlying like thing that's sort of like lurking underneath and it comes back to bite you. But it's far from like the main thing really but in the, the book. But the Aiden Quinn character is definitely a thing in the last act of that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Evan Rachel Wood's character finds in, a, in an old spell book or – Maybe it's Sally's journal, but she finds Sally, yeah. she finds the note. The the well, yeah. Aiden Queen comes over for yeah. bre- for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like it's a mo- <laughs> it's the most like casual. Yeah. Like work. It makes me wonder that they always just have breakfast with like a full v- vase of flowers outside. Why not? Or is that just for yeah. his benefit? If you live in this fabulous house on this cliff, as like while you're being investigated for like accessory to murder. Sure, come you, over you for breakfast. Eat all your meals al fresco. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, and so they find this thing, and they start and uh, they start piecing things together. Yes, Evan this Rachel is, Wood. This is of... when it turns very Three's Company. Because like <laughs> Nicole is like making the enchanted syrup in the kitchen while yes. oh, here go distract like the cop. Yeah. Also, why is she wearing sun sunglasses inside? Well, she, it's yeah. not the day. It's not the day after the margarita, so she's not hungover. No, yeah. I kind of got that was just a very that was just a thing that you saw a yeah. list movie stars wear little circular sunglasses mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But, like indoors on the red carpet yeah. and stuff. I don't know. I agree. I I, I hated it. Uh, <laughs> She's trying to make a spell because she wants to send him away. So she's she's making a spell with the girls, with Evan Rachel Wood in particular, because she's the one that's more adept, mm-hmm. you know, of the these little two. one. They don't really do much with. Yeah, she's a little too young in the movie. I feel like maybe I, I, don't know. I will say as a quick aside, um, I think one thing this movie does well is they use the kid, the little kids, the exact right amount. Yes, sure. They use them enough that they're charming, and I think I think any less, you'd kind, you would feel like. Did they just forget that the kids were there? Yeah. It, like, which which movies actually feel like more like TV shows do? They just sort of conveniently mm-hmm. forget that the kids exist. Yeah. Um. And we've all seen examples of people overusing the cute kid. Oh my god. 
<laughs> yeah, more more often than not. Yeah. Um, they use the, the kids the perfect amount, and I will I will hat tip that. Yeah. And you can see why Evan Rachel Wood kind of broke out of child roles because she's pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, she was very natural in mm-hmm. this. Um, yeah, so she pieces together that. This is the man that her mother kind of was conjuring. Wished for, yeah. That she wished for all those years ago and decides. And the cincher is his, or, or I think they already decide, like, oh, he's got, he can flip pancakes. Mm-hmm. What is the other things? Like, oh, he can ride, ride a pony. I can ride a, a horse backwards and forwards or any way you want, they don't. They don't see his eyes. Um, I think the pancakes is what first make them suspicious. Mm-hmm. That. And then they've already decided we should investigate this. And then they see his badge. And its favorite, and its favorite shape is a star. And here, shape is a star. And here is the thing that Billy went on a fucking deep dive on <laughs> to the point where I almost had to pause the movie about his badge. sheriff, his badge being the star shape. Uh, no badge I've ever seen looks <laughs> that much like an actual five point star. Um, not since nineteenth century. Yep. Uh, he then proceeded while the movie was playing to like not pay any attention to what's going on screen <laughs> and just googled and just kept shoving in my face pictures like see. This is what badges look like. It's usually just a reference to a star. None of them actually look like a star, There's, and he would not get... Is that how badges look like in the Old West times? I was going to say, this looks like an old freaking like, tombstone badge. Not since 19th century. Like yeah. something that you get out of like the Knott's gift shop exactly. or something? Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, it definitely looks like... Getting and the, and yeah. I, I get that he's from Arizona and is very Southwest oh, looking. But Billy looked up what the badges from Arizona they look, look like. They look like shields, probably. Badges they look like, like shields. shields I love that. It, did I not say that this is the most Billy ass thing? Gotta, I was. I thought the same damn thing. I thought the same damn thing. <laughs> it I was, was just like, to drive the point home that his favorite thing was a star. I was like, if anything, they're almost like Star of David shaped. Yeah. Um, and if oh, anything, like a little, a little more rounder, a little like square, but not five point, not five stars. Point. Um, and mostly they'll be be if they're even on a badge, it'll be kind of like behind a shield shape. Mm-hmm. You know, or something like it's, that. It's, it's a reference, as an homage exactly. to yeah. a star, and not was, le, not the not not gift shop is they literally exactly yeah, yeah. exactly what, what this is. badge looks like. Yeah, in his, in his but it really thing. it really bugged. Him. <laughs> I was I thought the same thing. Okay. I mean, I didn't st- I didn't stop paying attention, but I I, I thought it. <laughs> our previous absolutely our right. previous guest Dylan Hay Chapman, who's been on. Our show for the Batman episodes works in art departments, and he's always very specific about details like that. Yeah. So oh. If Dylan, our guest, was working on this movie, they wouldn't have had that. But problem. it's a but it's a point because mm-hmm. the star shape somehow has some like witchy powers. Because well, it's not the star shape. It's because remember she says earlier, you know, like he believes know, in the symbol. Yeah, like the witch. It's not like potions and spells. It's mm-hmm. it's something because you. It's it's the same. It's the same logic behind why a cross works or a crucifix works against vampires. Right. When you believe in it is yeah. It's if you believe in it, and mm-hmm. it's like, and so you. It doesn't stop. It. She even straight up says, like, I mean, really gilding the lily here. She's like, it doesn't actually stop bad guys in its tracks. It it. It has power because you believe it is, and then it literally stops a bad guy—a yeah. go- ghostly bad guy—and it his gives track. his ghost form a scar. Yes, yes, How does that work. <laughs> it scarred his ghost. It was very. That was confusing. <laughs> well, that was what I pointed. I was like, that seems like odd. And then that was the opening Billy had to be like, and now they're talking about that badge. Let me tell you, <laughs> the the star shaped scar in his ghostly hand was very like, like the frighteners. Like that mm, Peter Jackson yes. movie, like the ghosts that would have these like grotesque like 
things happening Fright- on their bodies. Frighteners is a very good. Yeah. Yeah. The way the ghost looked, it was just like, sure. they just shot a person and it like made him blue. And now we think it's a ghost. Yeah. Um, this whole like possession. Yeah. Of Jill, like another weird tonal shift of the movie. Yeah. Um, uh, I will say, I think that Nicole Kimmon does a good job. In yeah. yeah. Him. Um, the, Oh, when they, well, right after he leaves, before right before she gets possessed, um, and like, and they're like, "What do we do? We're we're so screwed, Scoobs! Like, what are we gonna do?" Yeah. Um, uh, like they break some pottery, and then Sandra Bullock picks it up, and then she throws the broken pottery in her sink. Yeah, <laughs> it bugged me so much. It's like, where's your trash can? Is the kitchen? Like, I understand that having a giant farm <laughs> sink means that you would just throw anything in there, but like. Come on. I know that you're in distress, but like you took, you're not in distress enough to like picked it up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You picked it up, what put it somewhere hell? where it's supposed to go. The sink. That is um, a weird choice. But I will say, I think Nicole Kim did a really good job of being possessed. I think it's really easy to do yeah. badly. It's poorly, very, yeah. very easy to do yeah. poorly. I think that she is, I think that her impression when she was impersonating him was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that the way she was sort of like panting and sweating, I was, it was. I'm, Side it, note on Nicole Kidman's career at this time. <laughs> so she would have just been coming off of the very long shoot for Eyes Wide Shut. She was still married. Yeah, she was she still was married. She was still married to Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Eyes Wide Shut, famously a long shooting schedule that mm-hmm. lasted over a year. And they like had dinner with Stanley Kubrick every yeah. night. But she was used to doing yeah. scenes like 50 takes, too. Yeah, I'm sure. So Kirsten she was just probably well. at like I am acting <laughs> going into this movie. So she was just like probably could let her hair down because she could her probably, very very long hair, her very long beautiful strawberry blonde wig, <laughs> and just kind of have a little more fun with the role. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say just in general, I would never really think Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock like if you, if I didn't know about this movie. I really wouldn't think of them as like being in a movie together. Yeah. They have very different kind of vibes and, and mm-hmm. uh, they have really nice chemistry in this movie, I will say. Yeah. Um, I buy them as which, sisters. Which I yeah. wouldn't necessarily have thought like if you would just like yeah. name that casting to me. Yeah. yeah. And they I seem sure. like they exist in two different universes. And from the weird DVD special feature that we had to unlock with a potion, a potion. puzzle. <laughs> Did you Do really? you remember that on old DVDs? Oh yeah, I don't remember having to un- like there's unlock e- there's stuff an with a Easter puzzle. egg on this because the the DVD the I remember anim- Easter eggs. The but- animated DVD menu is a cauldron, right? Yeah, of course. And the cauldron, it's got a couple of special features where it's just like cast whatever, but then it's like put together like pick the ingredients and there's like six ingredients <laughs> and you have to pick them in the right order and then there's a mix button and hit mix and if you do them right in the right order you unlock special and you get hints from features. like well, that's other pages of the menu and supposedly it said there were hints otherwhere but we just looked it yeah. up online i just googled I kinda, it so i kind of miss dvd special features yeah. so that's <laughs> where we found uh sort of the making of and when sandra bullock talked about her wanting Nicole Kidman, she produced this movie. It was probably a big deal for her because she was a little new in producing movies. She could sort of call her own projects. And it kind of sounded like she had Nicole Kidman in mind and they got her. Like there was no other actor that they were going to cast. That's great. Yeah, Yeah, which I love. And But yeah, you're right. They have really good chemistry together. Their scenes together are some of the highlights of of this movie. Aside from... from Fanny and Fanny and Jet. 
Jet, yeah. Jet. Jet. Um, Is it short for Jeanette? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I have to, we'll have to read that prequel to find out. Um, Doesn't sound like a name from ye olde Titanic times. <laughs> so, okay. Do the ants just come home? We the ants to- come home right when she's like, and, and they even say like, it appears we have not come home right in the nick of time. Yeah, and because like, I because it was not clear why what you were trying to accomplish by leaving, by leaving in the first place. Could have <laughs> solved a lot of grief by just, just sticking around. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know what message you were trying to send. Like <laughs> the last time you were out of town, this all happened in the first place. So true. So we have to get in, get into the new coven 2.0 with all of the neighborhood with the housewives. phone tree. The yes. phone tree. Yes. I love this goddamn phone tree. Is treated like it is. I mean, I, you've never the, had a the kid holy in grail school. of this small town. <laughs> it is funny though. Like when they were announcing the names, like I I knew that it was a big deal because they 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 straight up say it's a big deal in yeah, the movie. Yeah. Um, but like the fact that they're just announcing it like it's like it's winners. Like reading of, out these awards. Yeah, yeah. I was like. And third in line, and they applaud. Is so, yeah. And also, doesn't understand like it's on a list, but then she's got these little leaves pulling out little. Yeah. Like, is it a lottery? Yeah. Or is she just yeah. putting it on the main, the master tr- phone and tree? I'm that's assuming, like a little felt mural and thing. I'm assuming yeah, that she's yeah. the one that made the phone tree. So, <laughs> so when why she is she confused? Sally's name at the top of it. Shouldn't she be like, oh wait, hold up, I something's wrong? That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me fix this for a minute. Magic. Sure, magic. I do appreciate that even though, like, Sal, in that scene, like, even though Sally's, like, clearly, like, embarrassed that Jillian's there and, like, and she's, like, making a scene because that's so not yeah. Sally's deal, that she she can't she can't help but be, like, amused and just start, like, full-on laughing and giggling. Yes. Because her sister's <laughs> sticking it to all yeah, these women. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so Sally magically was, uh, is now the head Top of the, of the phone, phone tree. tree. Top of the phone tree. And she, they need a specific amount of women to make a coven. Do right? you do you have any friends? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Which also was like she you should know, know well enough you that know. she does not. <laughs> you raised her. Um but she and has live to, with her. But she has to break out this phone tree yeah. and call on these women. The scene where she's like, Sally's just come out. I feel like that was in some sort of clip or trailer or something. Yes, it was in another version of the trailer. It was another version of yeah. the trailer, yeah. Paul from that age well didn't really care for that. He's, re- say, he's rejecting the gay subtext of that scene. I was going to say, you can't do that now. They no, can't no. just be like she came out. No, that that is our phrase. Yeah. No, it, I mean, that was, it was a bit tricky. Like, it's like being, but not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting that the townswomen who just hate her. That's what I was going to say. Are just like, sure. Because you know, know, because you know what it is. Straight white women love a little scandal, but That's like true. a really and, and they think mystical stuff's secretly really cool. I mean, it's as, why yeah. as as a straight white woman of a certain <laughs> age who totally like bought a book at like Bookstar back when may it rest in peace um, <laughs> on like Wiccan, and then I realized like because I thought the idea of witchcraft was cool, and yeah. then I was like, oh, it's like a religion. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> no thanks. I think maybe the idea is that they well, don't hate them they're just they're secretly jealous of them i think that's not even a subtle point that they're trying to make yeah and then the one girl and then she the one woman, says yeah i always... secretly want to be in this house for years it's just yeah. it's it's hive mind it's a bunch of yeah. honestly this is, is on display here is the hive mind thinking of basic yeah. ass white woman that got us trump it's <laughs> true Tr- white woman put trump in office and i've never been more ashamed yeah. to be a white woman hey 
<laughs> but it's also kind of the square idea of sometimes you have to give people the benefit of the doubt because they do end up coming. Yeah. Yeah. To like it help was, her at the end of the day. It was, I, I always, I'm so, there's like weird things that I'm always a sucker for, like in real life and in like fiction is, um, unlikely friendships, people coming together yeah, yeah. and, and, um, and people who are exes and are really still really close. And that one's, you don't need to be like a genius to figure out is just like a child of divorce. But like those narratives, like narrative points in like real life and in fiction always like get me real hard. Those are the best parts of the movie joy with Jennifer Lawrence mm. was her relationship with her ex-husband. Oh, that's nice. Okay. I'll probably watch it just, just to get that yep. little tingle on my scalp. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're all coming. Also, you notice that like the, the, the daughters, the kids are there mm-hmm. and they're like wheeling and their job of all the things you could be doing. Looking after like, their There could be chopping. Devil, their, yeah. They're possessed <laughs> and I was like, I understand that like like why would you trust your children? That yeah. would be the job. Like they can't like chop some shit yeah. or like sweep. Yeah. Collect the brooms. Okay. They say, Okay, come over, but bring a broom. Uh-huh. And then they're all kind of walking in, they all have their brooms. And then Diane Weiss is like Okay, come in this other room and pick up a broom off the floor. <laughs> it's like, wait, did she collect their brooms and make the circle? I or think, is this circle their brooms? I think she collected the, them and made a circle. The, then the editing is weird. Our <laughs> beloved our beloved movies that made us gay all-star, Mary Gross, comes over with yes, her dustbuster. Yeah. Which is like, and everyone goes, yay! But really, no, that will not it work. Will not work. No. <laughs> Good thing we have an extra. Will, yeah, exactly. Um, um, I Oh, and then the thing that I... I like, I it, it's I didn't like look at it with derision, but I definitely was like, a, "Wow, this is cheese ball." Mm-hmm. Of the little like, you know, all the women bonding about like how they're about like you know my child was hurting, and then oh, Diane yeah. Reese and Diane Reese really playing Dorothy's because she knows these women are helping or doing something. She's like, "There's a little magic in all oh, women." Us, I yeah. was like, "Man, that is some pandering." There's a fair. little witch in all of us. <laughs> There's a little witch in all of us, and it's like women are powerful, and yeah. there it was just the ch- most cheese ball-y thing ever. But I secretly love all. But this I crap secretly out. loved it. <laughs> Scott, you mentioned yesterday, uh, Stalker Channing's just like stage delivery yeah she has a very Ooh, she, i am stalker channing and i am she talking. has the most stalker channing ish esque deliveries in this movie yeah um sure. of, of any stalker channing you've ever seen she's stalker channing at her most stalker channing. yeah agreed and i and i want and i'm not mad at it like even <laughs> a little it. bit yeah this uh exorcism scene it's fine yeah <laughs> we sit we find that woman who was like who was yeah, you got the love who, potion. Who, who either who either is just like been in the world for a while and she's gotten older, or um, or they just were like they were short a featured extra that day. <laughs> I bring her back. Do you want to come back? Nobody will notice. Another, no one will notice. Yeah. Get another day of day of like pay on the set. Yeah. Um, I mean, you see all of those 1998 digital effects on full display. Yes, especially indeed. when Goran comes back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah. Um. We get the, you know, the callback to the blood oath, you know, situation, Mm -hmm. all of that. And they're like, they're chanting some like weird chants. Mm -hmm. They do make it a point to say in this universe that there, there's no devil in the craft. 
Yeah. Oh, that line always that line always made me always made me kind of scoff because this <laughs> Sally who's like talking about how she's like she never has any interest in like spells or potions or anything. She never talks about witchcraft. But she's and a damn when expert. she re- but when she referred to it as the craft, yeah. that line oh even as a and even as a teenager. At, and she looks uh-huh. at Aiden Quinn in a very serious it, it's it moment. was a little it was very self important. It was like, Oh, who's embracing it now? That line always made me Yeah. They're not signing Satan's book. The yeah, these are not witches that are signing the, the book. craft. Um, it's like it's like when someone who's like doing commercial arts, they're like, and they call that the craft. Their craft. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. the same. It, I if it, it read the same the same like who the fuck are you fooling? Referring to acting as a yeah. Craft. Um, the shot that is in a lot of the marketing for this movie, where Sally blows in the candle and it lights up mm-hmm. and she kind of looks towards camera. Mm-hmm. Who's she looking at in that? I think shot? she's looking at her daughter. She's looking at her daughters. Yeah. But She's the looking look at Rachel Wood. I don't think she looks at the. Ca- I think in the. No, I know it's not the camera, but I'm saying I, I don't remember if it was Jillian or the daughter. Yeah. Because my point is the look that she's giving to the daughter. Now that we're saying it, it's a little provocative. I think it was a little like, I I could do this shit all along. Yeah, I guess <laughs> your I, your, mo- your mommy has let you. Yeah, see, <laughs> that's the see, mom's cool. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the intention behind the look. But I always got like Nala looking at at looking at Simba. Like we gonna, <laughs> we gonna fuck now? That's the look that I got. But clearly, her intention was like, "See, like, look at look." Yeah, I still got it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I got just, a. Different she also vibe. like when everyone's coming, she's like walking around like okay, and she's like assigning roles, and I'm like, someone's like walking around this whole this whole um, operation like she's head bitch in charge, and I'm yeah. like, we're here because of you. Sally. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess we're supposed to believe it's like her coming into her God-given gifts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the power of sisterhood saves them, mm-hmm. right? The power Isn't of that, women, the power, the power of, of sisterhood. women coming together. Yeah. Um, sisters are doing it for themselves. Sisters are doing it <laughs> yeah. for themselves. Also, oh, also, there's another thing where where the weird music cues, the jaunty music when they're all prepping, yeah, and they're getting. And I understand it's supposed to be like. Like I think this, I think the musical director was just really lazy in this movie because there's a way where you can talk about how you can feel positive about these women coming and like supporting, like they're coming together and helping, and not like jaunty caper. And it's like, yeah, your sisters of possess. Just <laughs> I agree. It's hitting little... my head, hitting my head with the mic. Against the microphone. <laughs> just, yeah. these, these music cues are fucking buck wild, and I don't understand them. I mean, I think it's just one of those things that. The studio got a hold of the yeah. rough cut of this movie. They had another editor look at it, and they just put all that shit in. I guess. I think they maybe were just like, we don't know. Maybe it was literally just like, we don't know how to market this, so we're going to market it as as a magical romantic comedy. Yeah. I mean, they're going to market it like a Sandra Bullock movie in 98. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because truthfully, like, how else would you, unless you have gone, like, really dark, how else would you have marketed it? Like, there really would have been... Sure. N- not for... I mean, nowadays, you don't... Nothing... Pe- things don't need to be as quite... As much of these clear-cut boxes. But in 98, it has to be this or it has to be this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we should also mention that this type of movie, a major studio probably does not make now. Why do you say that? Just because studios aren't in the business of making original movies about witches. That's not that original. It's a book. Oh, it's from a book. This is very true. I feel like now it would be like 
the Hulu limited series that would be like seven episodes long. Technically, according to Google, um, the genre is fantasy slash romance. Huh? Yeah. I like it. Well, the coven saves the day. Yeah. <laughs> they cast they cast uh, Jimmy out into the underworld, back to hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wherever, and they sweep wherever his, he's from. They yep. sweep his ashes out into the into the yard. The brooms serve two purposes. Hey. And whatever that potion was, that disgusting cauldron full of Oh, it's like acid. Gook. Yeah. <laughs> it like it basically makes like the ground yeah. like cave in on its they, own. Like, how, is that not, the earth. how is that not burning through the cauldron? Yeah. Ladies, it's designed let's, to do a very ladies, let's thing. clean house. Let's clean house. And um we get our cute scene at the end with them jumping off the roof. On Halloween, we jump off the roof. <laughs> the fuck? The actual fuck? I love it. It I, just... It was just... And now the town loves them. Well, yeah. all those women like got to participate, yeah. so then they, now they're all spreading the word about how they all feel they included. Yeah. Everyone's love. Yeah. Let me hear, let me hear you say love. <laughs> um... Yeah, I will, and, and I guess I and I guess um, Aiden Quinn lives there now. I guess he transferred. Sure, yeah, I guess which so. was another thing Billy questions about. I'm like, I mean, it's a skill he could get. He'd probably get a job anywhere. I'm like, it's an island. You think they need a special investigator on the island? <laughs> the law enforcement aspects of it really just, just... A, maybe just be a traffic cop. I don't know. I don't. I I want better things for Aiden maybe Quinn's fictional the, maybe character. Maybe he'll be the chief of this town's police. She's a witch. I don't know. Maybe he just travels she, for she work. Can conjure it up. Yeah. He'll be the he'll be the Jennifer Morrison from Once Upon a Time. Yeah. From Storybrooke yeah. of the small town. The sheriff of this town. Um I like that they're full on wearing like Spirit Halloween adult deluxe witch costumes. Cute. Makes cute. for a good publicity still. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um they've got umbrellas and like the whole thing. And they do and they, they talk about them jumping off the roof every Halloween and they actually do it at the end, so that's cute. Little callback. Ties it all together. Is there an inspirational song at the end of this movie? I think it's just that Alan Servastri score. Oh, okay. No, I, I think that I. Oh, or, no, I'm, I'm that. I'm talking about. I'm saying about the credits. Well, we <laughs> can I, talk I, about that song I, from I, the I credits because <laughs> we. Uh, so Stevie Nicks did two songs of this movie. She did Crystal, and that's like the witchy song when Baby Camilla Bell is like getting together all of her crap mm-hmm. of like her spell, and that song Crystal plays. And then at the very end, if you never did believe, yeah. produced by Sheryl Crow. How about that? Yeah. Oh, quick aside with the music. So the compo- the composer Michael Nyman's score to the movie was abruptly replaced with music by Alan Silvestri yeah, for the theatrical release. So that's all I need to know to basically confirm our theory. I don't, think it, I don't think his score tested very well. Yeah. Oh, these people are idiots. Anyways, continue with Stevie <laughs> Nicks. I just wanted to look that up. Yeah, she did two songs, and and the main song, songs. Uh, if you ever did believe, it was credited everywhere in all the promotional materials as being produced by Cheryl Crow, which I I think I remembered it as being. I thought it was like a duet, and then I when I revisited, it's like, oh no, it's not a duet. It's just produced by Cheryl. I Crow. think she does background vocals on it. Maybe yeah. I remember the. I music bet she video. does background vocals to it. Yeah. I remember that song, liking that song a lot more than I do. Oh, I still love it. I still play it when I'm driving down. <laughs> when I'm like driving to work. It gets me in the mood. The mood for what? Makes me feel empowered. Really? For casting spells. It made me the woman I am today. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have any final closing thoughts on Practical Magic? My final closing thoughts is that it's a pretty silly 
movie, but I like that it does have this odd staying power. Mm-hmm. Whenever mm-hmm. I've seen this movie talked about with its cast, like uh, my friend Josh just sent me an interview with Stucker Channing where she was interviewed about this movie and she's like, yeah, I'm asked about it all the time. Like, That's crazy. People, I had no idea. People fucking love it, and I have no idea why. Yeah. There was that's what Stalker Channing said. Yeah, <laughs> there was um a re- there was a little bit where Sandra Bullock was at like the 2018 Academy Awards because she was presenting, and mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman was there, and they just had a brief meeting on the red carpet, and they briefly talked about practical melt. Magic. Practical magic, and Nicole just said that she just showed it to her kids, and they loved it. So she's just like, yeah, practical magic. That movie's the shit. I, think, I love making that movie. I think I think it's I think the performances are good. I think it's a great cast, and I think even though I think some of the editing and tone and stuff is weird, I think the the performances themselves are good, and I think it's a nice accessible. Way. I think people like stuff that's mysterious and magical, but mm-hmm. it's a really like accessible uh, version of and, that and mom friendly. It's oh, it's super. I very mom it friendly. It is very mom friendly. Indeed, this is a mom ass fair, and just definitely <laughs> driven on the star power of those two women too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also just, a, and it's also very beautifully shot. And um, I don't entirely know why it's a cult classic, but I can <laughs> people. I think people just have like like Scott was saying, people of a certain age were a certain age when they were mm-hmm. first introduced to it, like you two being, you know, in junior high or whatever. And you just kind of have a soft spot for movies that you watched then, mm-hmm. you know, you just kind of remember them a certain way. And whether you watch it now and are just like, what was I thinking? Or you watch it now and you're just like, it's still great. I think people just, we posted, Hey, we're going to be reviewing this movie soon. And like, it got a shitload of comments really? right away. Yeah. People were what, like, ah, oh, were there any, what, was there any other than just like, Oh, I'm so excited. I love it. Was there any other like common comments? Not yet. Not yet. Mostly positive. I was more just like if someone was like, there was one key thing that someone's like, oh, no, I always thought of nothing this. nothing that specific. Yeah. We'll I do, find out. I do appreciate they also use the same, like uh, Sandy was wearing the same skirt on two different days. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. I always love when they show in a <laughs> yeah. movie or TV show where they have the same, like, listen, people re-wear their like, clothing. Recycling yeah. wardrobe Roseanne style. Yeah. Good continuity. <laughs> they did that on Roseanne all the time. I loved it. Wow. I think we did it. We did it. Yay. Thank you so much for coming back on the Thank show. Thank you so much. We love having you as a guest. And yes, then, yeah, I'm here for all of your um, coastal town witch-related movies. <laughs> hey, come back. We <laughs> There are plenty of those movies in the can. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for making the... Uh, for making the uh, the trek this was so much fun was um stick around for a second we're gonna say our goodbyes and give our little shout outs and we're gonna wrap it all up oh man what a ditty so thank you everybody for listening we have a couple of uh shout outs to do some paperwork at the end of the show patreon shout outs yes indeed we have a couple of new patreon uh patrons we would like to say hello to genevieve uh, and Don, oh Don, I think we said hi to you last time too. But hello, Don. Thanks for being a patron. Josh, Aaron, Melinda, and Jim, Jessica, John, Nick, Christine, Rafino, and Mitchell. You guys are awesome. And if you would like to be a patron, follow us on Patreon. We are at www.patreon.com/slash movies that made us gay. You can get a ton of free stuff, like not free stuff, kind of extra stuff. <laughs> It's very valuable. Cash value. Yes. These these special features have a have a uh, estimated cash value of over five thousand dollars. That's true. That's true. I mean, based on my own personal judgment, our watch with us commentary, Scott, priceless. I think they're pretty funny. 
Indeed. Not to toot our own horn. And I am going to be sending out postcards later in the month. Oh, yes, this is true. For, for Patreon listeners. Those are for our Chastity Pariah members. I have to go buy them. Yes. But uh, it, for our top-tier patrons, you can watch with us. We've got a special commentary track. We've got three movies up so far and more to come. And uh, check out Patreon for more special features. We'd also love it if you would rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. Give us a great review. We'll read it on the we air. We just got a new one, too. We'll have to read that next week. Oh, yes, indeed. And uh, give us some five-star reviews. We would also love it if you followed us on Instagram and Twitter at... MTMUGpod. Oh, yeah, that's Twitter. Uh, Instagram and Facebook, we are at Movies, Movies That Made Us Gay. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Stevie will play you out. Stevie will play you out. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye. Bye.